This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from superpowered menaces, the Survive This system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at bloatgames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloat Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice, gorgeous day for a September day. That sort of dates it a little. Anyway, let's think about this. Things that happen around the characters, not to them, but around them. This means places that they've been, places they have yet to be, and other side places, things like that. Now... Now, Scott Shea at Sly Flourish gave me some good thoughts about random encounters happening to things other than the player characters, which makes me want to think about, you know, keeping your wild world dynamic and alive. I know you've heard that term before, but what do you do? Well, he says use random encounters for other places, other NPCs and things like that. But to me, that's all part and parcel of the same thing. It's keeping your world in motion. motion. Yes, the player characters are going off to do something. Okay? But there are things happening around them that you can't... I mean, this is kind of... This is not quite GM 101, but close to it. It just keeps, keeps them on your toes, keeps them on... Keep, keeps them on their toes, keeps them on your toes. And what I mean is things that happen around the characters that they might not be involved in, but they they could be involved in or they can notice or something like this. This is the whole point of random encounters. I mean, you know, things happen where people meet or monsters meet the characters or NPCs and things like that. That's why they say the random encounter shouldn't always involve a combat. And they're true. Uh, that's true. And he brings up the things like having an area be ravaged or something happen. I've had that. I've done that before. Characters show up to a town and it's been decimated for one reason or another. Maybe they got there too late. Maybe something happened they didn't even know about. Um, the classic. I mean, this is the cinematically you know, and, and drama-wise, this is a classic thing. I see this on cop shows all the time, especially in something like the Law & Order series, whichever series. They always say they're supposed to meet this one guy to get some information. They show up. He's dead. Now, he may be dying, 
and leave them a small clue before his last breath, or he may just be dead and they have to pick up the clues. But to me, I've watched enough of these to know that like when the cops are going to the to the door and they knock on the door, nobody answers, they try the, the knob and it opens. The, minute, the first thing I think is, the guy's dead. The guy is dead. And a lot of times, it, I mean, it doesn't always happen, but a lot of times it happens. And that's something that happens. They didn't even know, you know, they, they suspected maybe because it's the cops, but, you know, the characters weren't there to do it. I've done this before in my Hyperborea camp. When I ran the first Hyperborea scenario for the Thursday group, and even the Monday group, they went through a, uh, they're in the Diamond Desert, and they went through this one short, small ravine valley or whatever, and there was this old hermit up on one of the, above one of the cliffs, and they didn't, you know, know about it. And I said, okay, they're going to bump into this hermit. How am I going to have them bump into this hermit? I know they're, he's going to be in the middle of a battle with something. And it turns out that they, that they hear this commotion up there. They hear this old man shouting. They hear this roaring. And they come to find out he's in the middle of a fight with a wyvern who decided to come down, saw the old man, thought, oh, lunch, and tried to attack him. So the player characters leaped into the fray, stopped the wyvern. That started the encounter with the old man. You know, that's the kind of thing where it reminds the, it, it not only gives them a good fight, but it reminds the player characters, hey, the world goes on without you. You know, things happen without you. You could also do stuff like rumors when they get into a t town they've been in before. Oh, did you hear about the blacksmith? What happened to him? One of his, one of his apprentices killed him and he's now wanted or something like that or this mage over here he disappeared one night and nobody knows where he is and the mayor's daughter's gone too so they suspect they left together things like that things that are happening while the characters are you know doing what the characters do it may lead into another plot it may not who knows that's the charm of things like sandboxes and stuff, but that can happen in a regular, in a regular adventure too. So keep that in mind when you, you know, when you're doing your your stuff. I what I would do is if you have if you're running a regular adventure, even if you're running not a runner, say you're running a sandbox, or if you're running a regular adventure, I would come up with one or two things that are happening around there that you would make keep, you know, in the background on the back burner. They may hear about it. They may not. They may stumble upon it. They stumble into an alley of somebody, a halfling being mugged by this these thieves. You know, it just happens. You know, those kind of random things. That may lead to something. That may not. Who knows? They may find a new NPC out of it. Who knows? Anyway, that's my little advice there. I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. We have a single donation option with the Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Thank you very much for that. Let me thank these people who give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, 
Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you, guys. It's appreciated. There's also some good podcasts out there like Dan Gregg's Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast, Marcy Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton does a good job at the Baddest Geek podcast, so does Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest podcast. There's also Big John Allen, Large's Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.